Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 266. Have to wait. Wait. Go. Welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Michael J. Party. Joined, as always, my co-host, Mark Schwan. Marcus, like, before the show started, you were talking mad shit about Simone Biles. You want to continue that conversation? I was not talking you were, mad like, shit You were saying how dare she do this, like, taking a spot, like, how dare she embarrass this country. I, I was you, being sarcastic. I didn't know you were one of those people. I was being very, very sarcastic. Why are you winking at me? <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. No, but do you hear the unbelievable backlash over this? Hey, really? Unreal. I'm, Unbelievable. And there was a meme going around. Uh, I, I posted a meme of some fat guy eating pizza. Like, how dare she? Oh, dude, I thought that was hilarious. And it just seems to be the same. Like, these people are bitching and complaining about this woman. And they, they don't want to wear a mask? <laughs> right. Right. Like, I, I was just surprised at this backlash, man. Good for her. Do what you got to do. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. I'm on Twitter quite a bit. And I and I see a lot of negativity on there. Well, that's what Twitter's for. No, it's not. I think, okay, this is a misconception about Twitter and all of social media. If you want to go in there looking for a fight, you're going to find a fight. If you're going in there to find positivity, you're going to find positivity. Like Social media is whatever you want to look for. It's there. I go to Twitter for the boobs because it's the only place you can see uncensored boobs. And there's also an audience for that. (laughs) Good job, putty. (laughs) On brand. Yeah, I was about to say on brand for you. Um, But no, yeah, I think that's – I think it's ridiculous. I mean, Simone Biles, say we will about her – like, my wife and I had discussions about this. Like, you know, of course, there's that added pressure of, you know, you consider yourself to be the GOAT yeah. or people saying that for you, uh, you know, as a professional athlete. There's a lot of pressure. You get paid for that. You get you look at Jordan. You look at Barry Sanders. You look at a lot of people. But even those people I just mentioned still took a break at one point, still had to walk away at one point from the game. Yeah. So which permanently they walked away prematurely. It's a lot to handle. That's a lot to handle. And we forget, you know, she's a 24-year-old girl. Granted, that's a little bit older for the Olympics, right? I, yep. I think that's especially her specific sport. Usually they're like one and done, maybe two. Not yeah. Two, that's her fourth I third think or fourth one. Something like that. But, you know, in the grand reality of things, you know, she's just a girl. She's a kid. 24 years old. I was out boozing every single day at that point in my life. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine the pressure that she's facing on day in day out basis. And consider again, looking at her specific sport, if she's not mentally in the game, she can die or be paralyzed. Well, she had the she called she had the twisties, which I thought was just a random turn, but apparently it's a real thing. Yeah, where you lose your balance in the air and it lasts a week or two. So I I saw That's that. Scary shit. I, I saw it. Uh, you see the look in her face. Like she she completely got lost in there mid air. And was still able to land. Not like, you know, the perfect landing, but she, she lost it. But like yep. I think anyone else, they would have just flat out lost it altogether. The fact that she was still able to land on her feet, I thought was still miraculous. Are you partaking in any other Olympics? Are you watching the Olympics? Are you Olympic guy? My wife is very active into it. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, I'm watching it based through her. Am I into the Olympics at all? No, not, not compared Never to been? everyone else. No, it really hasn't really been my thing. I mean, I'll watch certain things like... Uh, when Kerry Walsh and Misty May Trainer uh, back in the day, yeah, yeah, the volleyball, the volleyball, I thought they were amazing at what they did. Yeah. Uh, so you know, beach volleyball, I, I'll watch every now and then. You call well, me a perv. Not even a, okay. Wink. I, I could see why you would say that, but no, they're they're amazing athletes. But women's soccer, I've always been into that. I think the women's team has always been really, really like one of the best teams out there. But unfortunately, this year I feel like they've lost a step. And I think that's more in coaching than anything else. I've been really paying attention to that. I'm so depressed. Why? I was here watching on my couch, watching the Olympics. Yeah. Skateboarding. Okay. Skateboarding. All right. They were telling me how the top 
metal contenders were like 15, 16 year olds. <laughs> I mean, like, what the hell was I doing when I was 15 and 16? Skateboarding wasn't always an Olympic sport, though. I mean, is, is that... No, it's like the first year, I think. First year, right. I, was about to I say. never got into skateboarding either, but I'm like, I never really got into any Olympic sports. I always liked the Olympics growing up, but I never knew like, that's something I could do. Right. Like, what would I be doing? I always thought about archery. Mm. I took an archery. Some friend of mine had an archery birthday party when I was a kid. For I some reason, I wanted to do that. Never forgot. There's a place a couple blocks away from my house. We could do it one day. Oh, really? Because my, my wife and I, we, we that's something we always wanted to do. Yeah, let's do this. I was thinking about doing this like, only a couple blocks away from my house. I did that one time as a kid. I'm like, now as an adult, who I know what I'm doing, give it a shot. And I was thinking, I watched the archery in the Olympics. Mm. Nope, I can't do that. These guys are fucking just... <laughs> like, the, the the target was down the, the lane, right? And these guys are, like, pointing it up in the air. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing up in the air for? And then, boom, bullseye. I don't know how these guys do it. These guys are... <sighs> I mean, they're in the Olympics for a reason. There's a meme going around. Everyone's posting it. How the Olympics should have some one average person, like, do each event... Just to get the like the base scale of how great these athletes are, I'll do that. Wait, wait. You, you're, so you think you're average in these things? No, I'm horrible. So they I would say the average person. Like, oh, that's true. <laughs> well, some practice. Maybe me and your wife can go out a couple times, do his archery place, and get some practice because it doesn't look that hard, but it's also very hard. You know, archery archery does look very hard. But I will say this: so before the pandemic happened, my wife and how's curling a sport? Different, different. Yeah, uh, there's there's certain sports I, I don't get. But I was about to say, like, my wife and I, before the pandemic happened, we went axe throwing, and I thought that would be hard. But I wonder if I was actually. That's right. I remember that. I was really good at it. Anyway. When's a cornhole going to be an Olympic sport? I'm assuming it's coming. I, I think it's coming, right? Also, what I don't understand is how there are some sports that are. Every Olympics, they're there. Mm-hmm. There are some fringe sports where it depends, comes and goes. Women's volley, women, women's softball's back. Yeah, for the first time in X amount of years. Didn't even realize that. And I was well, watching one game, and they were saying how women's softball is one of the most popular sports in the country right now. Our country? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like women's, I, I can see that. Women's collegiate softball is blowing up. It is. I feel like every time I turn on ESPN, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah no. So one, how is this a fringe sport when kayaking slalom? Slalom is every fucking with, year with slalom. You go down the white water rafting in your little kayak or canoe, uh-huh. kayak, white water rapids. But you got to slalom through a bunch of poles. Interesting. Okay, I got tired watching it. I don't think these fucking guys do this. <laughs> but yeah, women's softball. Keep going on volleyball. Now is on the fringe. Isn't isn't uh, wrestling's not a thing anymore, right? I in the Olympics, think it still is. Weren't they talking about getting rid of that at one point? Might be on the fringe either. But I think it might be on the fringe. But meanwhile, wrestling's like the oldest Olympic sport. I think it was the first one. Right? Yeah. That's just wild to me. I don't know, man. But one sport, if they decide to come make an Olympic event, I'm guaranteed the medal. Karaoke. And you, my friend. Yes. Ventured into the city. I did. To karaoke with some good friends of ours. How'd that go? Went out there with uh, Brother Greatness. Who, you guys, you guys, friends. You guys make up now. You guys, best friends. Now. Duet. I think we did do a duet. Awesome. Many drinks had, were were had that day, so I can't remember necessarily everything. Karen Bamman was there. A, bunch, a few other people were there. I, it, it was a good time. It was a really good time, man. Uh, it, it all came about from Hollywood's Corner. You can watch it on YouTube. Shot wrestling. Uh, my second interview with Brother Greatness. It was a very good one, actually. Basically, that's how it came out. Actually, mid-interview, he talked about karaoke. I was like, yo, man, where's my invite for karaoke? He's like, dude, come on out. Let's do it. I was like, for real, let's do this. Yeah, seriously. We kept in touch afterwards, talked, and yeah, we we did it up. A place called Course Course Karaoke, I think it was called. Okay. In Midtown. Yeah. You guys got a room, or is it like one of those Yeah, it was was like one of those room places. That's the way to do it, man. Yeah. Me and Green Mason get up rooms all the time. Just It's a good outlet, a good way to get out stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I miss karaoke. We started off hot, man. We started off with like nineties, nineties pop right away. I mean, nineties right? pop's the way to go, right? Backstreet Boys, In Sync. My first song was Bye Bye Bye, In Sync. You do the dance? I I danced quite a bit. Listen, I'm not a singer, so I had to make up for it a lot with my showmanship. I think you know the dance, the Bye Bye Bye, the dance. Yes, that's the way to do it. It's one of my secret talents. Picked it up. I don't know why. Learned it from TRL days. <laughs> dating, I, our, dating ourselves. I have to say, both Brother Greatness and and uh, Karen Bam Bam. They got some lungs on them, man. They okay. can sing. Can you sing? No. What's your go-to, I, I what's your go-to song? To that. 
All right, my go-to songs are like more depressing songs. Okay. So I I tried to stay away from that that day because we were like very like upbeat and dancing. So I stayed away from like any depressing shit. I totally agree with you. A lot of my go-to songs are like slow and mm-hmm. sad, depressing. Yeah. One time, Green Man invited me out to one of his coworkers to do karaoke. I'm like, I can't fucking sing this song. I can't sing every rose has a store in here whenever it's fucking pumping oh, up the jam. Oh, good song. But I saw your secret saying. But what song did you hit? What song did I hit that day? Or yeah. what was what, my go-to? Oh, what's your go-to? I'm sorry, that was a question. What's your go-to? Uh, I love Hurt by by Johnny Cash. I tried that one time. <laughs> oh. I could I could sound it okay, but I think it was too slow. I see. I could sound it okay. So I have to go with like what my vocal range yes, is, exactly. and, I, and I'm I'm uh, a bass for sure as far as singing wise. What's a good baritone? Try that. Do it one time. Love me tender from Elvis. Oh, good one. It's a good one for me. If I want to get adventurous, I'll do Wicked Games by Chris Isaac. Another one of my go-tos, okay? Yeah? yeah? Oh, dude, that song like hits me to my soul, bro. Love that. Yeah, I love the slower songs, man. But again, too depressing. So what did you sing? So I sang Bye Bye Bye. Um... <laughs> He's laughing. He's pointing at me and laughing. I don't know why. He <laughs> sang Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Okay, it's not like a staple. <laughs> well, I was thinking because of, this, of what you do here with me oh that's right <laughs> so it sounded something like this uh here we go <laughs> but i want it that way ain't nothing but a heartache ain't nothing but a mistake tell me why I want it that way. Great, man. Great. Yeah, it was it was on par with that. <laughs> yeah, me and you agree, man, to do karaoke one night, man. No, I'm down, for real. Because one of our staples is uh, the call by the Backstreet Boys. Ooh. Nice little back and forth that got going. Okay. I want to do Les Mis, a little Les Mis action. <sighs> the Confrontation, do you know that one? I've never seen Les Mis. What? I've never seen Les Mis. Dude, I'm not a musical guy. I got it. I just never seen it. That's like my favorite musical of all time. Have you seen the movie at all? No, no, nothing about Les Mis. Nothing at all. No. So when you tell me like, oh, you tell me, oh, I want to be this person or that person, I'm like, oh, I had to Google it. Like, who the fuck are these people? Dude, is it okay? No interest, or you just never got around to it? Never got around to it. No interest either. I don't know anything about the storyline. It's some French Revolution type thing. I'm like, mm. oh, I like more fun, upbeat ones like Hamilton. Hamilton's cool. American History. Greece never, is cool. Never seen. It. Uh, Brother Greatness was actually singing a lot of ha- Hamilton stuff, so it had me interested. Um, I, think I, I think I caught some Hamilton karaoke. Yeah? I think so. Oh, I sang Lose Yourself. I also sang that. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow. Some yeah. rap in there. Threw some rap in there. Nice, nice. Good for you, bud. Dude, no, for real. You know what? Honestly, man, if you have nothing, give Les Mis a shot, dude. Uh, the movie was pretty good, actually, with uh, with Hugh Jackman and Hannah. Uh, I heard it was not good. I heard the Australian guy sucked. Russell Crowe did suck. I Why, say no- that. He, can't, he could have been that bad, or else he wouldn't have casted him. Here's the thing: Russell Crowe looked the part. Yeah, he looked the part. He, singing wise, so did, it wasn't on par with like he doesn't have a Broadway voice. That's the thing. Jesus Christ Superstar can sing too. Ooh, okay. I'm a favorite. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I think we're off topic. We were way off topic. I watched uh, Black Widow. You did? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? So now I'm worried. Is Scarlett Johansson mad at me because I watched it on Disney Plus? Uh oh. Uh, like, is she gonna uh, take my money from me? Because yo, well done by her, by the way. I have to say. Yeah, I mean, she's getting. You think they would at least tell her? I mean, because it wasn't a secret that they were doing this, right? All of a sudden, she's surprised that they did this. Well, I think the thing is when it was agreed upon initially. I mean, initially when they agreed upon the contract before she filmed, like oh you know, yeah, it was, was a long time ago. Yeah, it was yeah. a long time ago. Right, and and they never really discussed about what would happen next, yada yada. Uh, according to Scarlett Johansson, and it was pretty much a dick move by Disney releasing her salary the way they did. That was a dick move, yeah. That was a dick move. But like, I never thought about me spending any money on Disney Plus access because I'm paying for Disney Plus already. Right. Well, I'm going to pay some more for a stupid movie I can watch again maybe like four or five weeks for free. She definitely did not see anything near what she would have for an exclusive theater release. Yeah, but. For sure. Like, the one, reason, think, I was, one reason I was comfortable paying the 30 bucks for it because my cousin and my aunt went to movies recently. 
and they're saying the tickets are like fifteen bucks a pop. Right. So I'm watching by popcorn. I'm watching by myself. I'm paying thirty, so I'm paying for two tickets really. Yeah. So she got my money for two tickets. But here's the thing: unless her content only for theatrical tickets. I I think most people, they their their opinion is like, well, I'm already paying for Disney Plus, so I'm not going to pay more. Exactly. I totally agree with that, And, and I agree with that too. Until I was just like. So price wise, if I go on a date to see Black Widow, I'm paying for two tickets anyway. And plus, like people like the experience of seeing, especially a movie like that in the big screen. Absolutely, you know. So like, I I feel like again, I I have to say this: I, I I don't necessarily know the financials of it. I don't know how it broke down to, but definitely nowhere near what she would gotten for exclusive release. For exclusive release, I mean, it was one of the highest movies since COVID. Get, I think, what sixty million the opening weekend. Well, she made she made twenty million on that, right? Yeah, twenty million was the salary. So there was. For it. I was watching. Uh, I was on Amanda's house, and she, she was watching one of those entertainment shows. Sandra Bullock made twenty million for Ocean for Gravity for Gravity, and she also I think for Ocean Eight, and she had the same kind of deal Scojo had, and she ended up walking away with seventy million. Right, so that's the same as Robert Downey Jr. for what he made for Iron Man yeah. uh, okay. or uh, the Avengers. One insert, of them. Yeah, insert movie here. The back end, you make a lot more off of. So he was yeah. able to walk away with seventy five million. For in a lot of those in the back end, it seemed like it was going to be a similar type of deal for Scarlett Joe, and as well she she should because she's been part of Marvel for for years now. And this is what the first female led superhero movie that she also that's also directed by um, produced by a woman, yeah, in the Marvel universe. And like I, I know, pe- like the common person would be like, "Oh, she's already making twenty million, blah blah blah." I mean, like, yeah, what's that's it? Like, but you know, it, it's a principle right now. It's kind of like Aaron Rodgers. If you will, with Green Bay Packers, it's more of a principle at this point. How do you think about his explanation? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, perfect. He he didn't he didn't throw under the bus like uh, Jordan Love or any of his players. Well, I, I never coaches. thought it was a Jordan Love issue. I always thought it was a management issue. It was a management issue. It was. But I'm hearing some people in Green Bay are thinking he's a crybaby and like now are turning on him. Oh, it's like, it's like his heel turn. Stop. He did it for the players. Yeah, throw a fucking touchdown. I'm sure they'll love you again. But he did it for the players. It seemed like Scarlett Joe. I mean, like th- this affects like actors in general. Now Emma Stone is doing the same thing for Corella. She's thinking about. Uh, oh really? Yeah. This this guy gets. They got got some money off of that. They, they did because they got robbed a lot. Of money. They got they got robbed of what they were due. Yeah, but like I'm paying thirty bucks on Disney Plus. In addition, they don't get see any of that money. We don't necessarily know what was worded in the contract because this was a whole new thing. Keep in mind, Cruella, Black Widow, that was filmed before the pandemic ever happened. And how the hell is Cruella still premier access? It's been out for two months already. Yeah, right? Ugh. So, of course, that wasn't necessarily going to be negotiated in the contract then. So, like, it, it's a whole weird play right now. We're going to see how it turns out in court. Yeah. You know, we're going to see that. But Aaron Rodgers, that whole thing, I mean, he was talking about for how uh, past players were treated – before, like, you know, Randall Cobb. How Devontae Adams is being treated right now. But they brought Randall Cobb back for him. So I'm they did. Sign of, uh... But Jordy Nelson. Like, you know, insert player here. that that uh, Charles Woodson. Like, Aaron Rodgers had a list of players that he just, like, brought up. Just, like, on the spot in the press conference. Like, he knew off the back of, it at, back of his head. It kind of reminded me of CM Punk, actually. You know, the whole voice, <sighs> voice of the voiceless thing. So I could talk about this all night. Scarlett Johansson. Aaron Rodgers. Movies. The Olympics. This is a wrestling podcast. We got some news to get into. Yeah, I just brought up CM Punk. Yeah, on that note, <laughs> end your conversation. Let's get into the news. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. Let's get into the news, Marcus. The main event of Dynamite featured a bloody no rolls death match between Chris Jericho and Nick Gage. During the match, Pizza cutter was used. There was chairs, glass light bulbs, light tubes, glass pane. Pretty well, a lot of visual. What we see in the indies, not too much in the mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported that Tony Khan cleared that match with TNT officials. It was a one-off kind of deal, depending how the numbers drew. We might see this again. One point one. So after Chris Jericho took the pizza cutter to the face, AEW cut the commercial for Domino's. <laughs> Many people like Marcus were laughing. <laughs> Domino's wasn't laughing. No, they, they were made weren't. aware of this. And their spokesperson, Jenny, said, we share the concerns expressed about this incident and the content of this TV 14 rated program and are assessing our advertising presence oh, going forward. Stop. Now, as a smart wrestling fan that we are, yeah. you know, I thought about this last two weeks ago with Sammy Callahan did it on Slammiversary. That pizza cutter is gimmicked. The lie tubes are gimmicked. 
the glass plane was gimmicked, the chairs are gimmicked, the tables are gimmicked, everything there was not there was gimmicked. But not only dominoes, but I hear a lot of families and viewers were concerned as well. Are we surprised by the amount of backlash this match received? Apparently, uh some some parents in the crowd were were a little upset that they're they, the kids were watching this. Like, like where, where, where were you? Listen, Nick Gage was advertised as the main event for this. You... The former king of death matches. Right. You right. Thrown by Matt Cardona, by the way. Congratulations. Yeah, I, 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 I knew where you were going with that. But, <laughs> I think everybody did. <laughs> but, like, come on. Really? You know, and look at AEW in general the past few weeks. I mean, they've been, they've been featuring death matches more and more. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised this was a thing. Like, why am I talking about this in the news? This is TV takedown material. But why the backlash? Because people are Karens. They're going to complain about anything. Hey, Dominoes, I feel like they're looking, they're looking bad on this. I feel like everyone's making fun of them for this. Lean into it. Including. Lean into it. Have fun. Yep. Here it is. PBR, Green Man's Beer of Choice. Cheers to them. Cheers to them. I, I was seeing their social media today. Relentless. Hardcore relentless. Relentless. And my favorite one, you showed me just now. I'm sure you just watched it, saw it today. Delete Domino's app from your home screen? Yeah. Okay. PBR. Future Endeavored. Pick up, yes. That's right it was. That was the caption. Picked up that ball and ran with it. It was just smart marketing on their point. And Tony Khan started following them. They're like, step one. Tony Khan follows. Yeah. Like, yes. I just don't understand. I mean, especially when parents and kids and like, what do you, have you not watched AEW in the past? Listen, wrestling is violent. If you don't want your kids seeing that stuff, don't bring them to a wrestling event. There's a reason WWE went PG. Or go to WWE, right? But now you're going to fucking AEW, who is TV 14. Of course you can see blood. Didn't they have a match like four, five weeks ago, Blood and Guts? Yeah. That was a lot more blood than this and was. The week before, we saw John Moxley versus... Um, yeah, that guy, Archer. For, yeah, versus Lance there, Archer. I don't think it was that, 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 not the same amount of blood and... No, no, I mean, no, those no, spots. No. This, this was. Their spots. I, I thought that match was gruesome, but this match was extra. I, was I had to turn away a couple points. I'm not going to lie. I just don't get it. It just should be a TV takedown. It should be a TV takedown. This was actually my TV takedown. I don't understand why this became news because these fucking Karens and Dominoes are making the big deal. I mean, I just don't. Wait, I don't do, okay, Dominoes. Okay, say they're out. Right? Say they. they okay, they do, I'm they sure. Next person up, man. Lose, I'm sure Papa John. You're sure one Pizza sponsor. Hut. You're losing Domino's. You're going to get five more. Little Caesars? PBR? PB, PBR looks like it's going to be uh, a good no, one in there. That's fucking stupid. That's on par with like Mike Lindell saying, like, I'm pulling out of Fox. Do you see that? No. Mike Lindell is pulling out all of his ads from Fox Why? because they're not airing his uh, voter fraud ad. <sighs> he made a big stink about it. Why are we still, why are we still talking about that, too? <laughs> So many Karens out there. That that's that's the point here. No news. <laughs> w released a bunch of superstars and employees this past year. They're starting touring again, Marcus. Mm-hmm. They're doing so with a lot smaller staff. The workload and creative direction have led to many upset individuals. Carl Anderson replied to a tweet from Sean Ross where he posted what Vince McMahon said about giving AEW some of their talent. Right. Vince said during the conference call for their Q two report, and I quote I'm not sure where their investments are when it comes to their talent. Perhaps we can give them some more. Weird comment. Or cryptic. Yeah. Anderson revealed that he's received multiple texts from current superstars who are very unhappy with the current position in the company and the company direction in general. After Fitch dropped this line, can we expect more releases? I'm and, sure. And who do you think should be worried about their spot right now? Or who wants to get out, I should say. I think, honestly, after the whole Braun Strowman deal... I mean, I mean, I feel like we're both not big, yeah. huge Braun Strowman fans, but like, it was still shocking to see because he was, he was riding high yeah, in that car. He was riding the fucking show that yeah, before. Absolutely. So it was shocking to see he was got. I think after that, no one's safe. Okay, that's fair I, enough. I, I think no one should feel safe, especially Lana as well. I mean, she signed a huge contract with WWE. So who who do I think is going to be cut next? Who the fuck knows at this point? Like, I think everyone. I think WWE views everyone's expandable. Because also in that same conference called Vince McMahon doesn't see AWS competition. I don't understand that. You think they're either. not WCW, which they're not. I they're, th- not, they're not on the same level with WCW yet. When WCW hit, was Nitro, when they were starting doing the Nitro thing, and it was it was firing all cylinders with NWO. No, not yet. But I would say AW has a stronger start than when WCW started off. Oh, that's hands down because the hype was there. Right. So I, I think 
AEW could actually be more dangerous than WCW was in the height of their uh, ratings war. I mean, look how fast already. I mean, what was Raw ratings? I don't pay attention uh, anymore because ratings don't matter. Everyone's Everything's recorded. Right. Watch stuff. It, it, it's still something to talk about. I mean, AEW hit 1.1 million. They've been consistently hitting a million for the last few weeks now. So I heard. And it's getting close. If not, I, I'm curious if it beat out Raw this past week. So I got a notification on my phone how whatever the show was called this week, Fight for the Fallen, whatever it's called, AEW. I forget. Took a dip in the ratings. I'm like, all right, that's, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Just so over a million. Yeah, there's, not the, there's no reason to panic yet. No, none. None at all. Stupid. AEW going over a million, that's a huge deal for them, especially so soon. Like, they're only in their, not even their full second year yet. I, I no, think this is the second year. That not their, I don't think it's October. Their, October into the third year. October will be the third? Yeah. Okay. Start of the I third. Said, I said correct. I think start of the third, end of the third. I don't know. Start of the third. It will be the start of the third. So, yeah. okay. But still, AEW is still very new, and they're, they're, running hot right now man and they're getting they got two big signings and rumor is brock lesnar apparently that's he's not, getting close to a deal with AEW. i think that's been debunked they Meltzer was Meltzer reported it today yeah but i think i heard this evening it's been debunked okay he's not talking to anybody okay not even wb okay believe what you want to believe but i think there's some truth to every rumor uh, I don't necessarily know if that means AEW reached out or his agent reached out to AEW. I don't know. Um, I know the reporting WWE is that they couldn't care less about CM Punk. They're like, they're he's AEW's headache now. I don't feel like they'll think about that with Brock Lesnar. That's their baby. Then they won't let him go. I think. Well, apparently they're they're furious about Dana Bryan now. Are they? Yeah. The word is Vince McMahon. All officials they're they're furious. About I would the whole be Dana too. Thing. So about last week, loyalty. Everything we've done for you. And he's going to turn her back and sign with the enemy? I think that, that's it's a, a bad look for It's him. a big deal, though. I mean, Dana Bryan and CM Punk, I mean, like, of course, they're going to view it their own thing with, with CM Punk, WWE. That ended in bad blood. Yeah. Like, we all know the story behind that. But, you know, the fans still cheer for CM Punk. Yeah. It's oh. still a thing. Like, whether you love him or hate him, you can't deny it. Like, people love him. and People hate him, too. People hate well. Also, okay, guess what? People hated Howard Stern, and a lot of people that listen to Howard Stern were the people that hated him. So, Do I, they still hate him, or did he won them over? He over time he won them okay. over. I'm sure you can say the same thing about Tucker Carlson. Look at his ratings. He, he, we're not going to talk about that guy here. I'm just saying, though, like people feel very strongly one way or another about CM Punk. So I, I think it's going to naturally lead to more ratings for when he po- pops on to AEW. Oh, you love him, hate him. You're going to turn in and see what he has to say. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's a smart move for AEW. And a, a lot of his buddies are there. So maybe CM Punk, especially it's been years removed since he's the last time he's been to wrestling. So may, maybe maybe he's in a better place mentally. Maybe. So Carl Anderson said he, he, he see a lot of text messages from people who are unhappy there. Do you think people were, are waiting for the release? Do, are they expecting to land in AEW because they've signed so many former WWE guys? Should they not look to the future i mean carl anderson is an impact guy so like you know it could mean sure impact, it could mean AEW. Well, he, the, the lines have been blurred with those the lines are blurred too i mean it could be nwa it could be roh it could be new japan it could be mlw mlw is trying to make a splash now as well trying I mean, there are so many options right now for any wrestler it's, it's a great time to be a wrestler it's probably oh, the best time to be a wrestler yeah, who, someone said this is the peak time to be a wrestling fan right now wrestling is awesome right now i forgot who it was i think it was an impact star but a lot of people have said it. A lot of people have said it, man. Also, Eric Bischoff is warning about AEW signing too many former WB guys, cast-offs. I mean... I, I, thought, I mentioned a month or two ago, you got to be careful. There's a, there's a thin line you got to blur. You don't want to be... You want to you sign these guys, but you also don't want to be the, 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 the moniker of signing cast-offs and rejects of WB guys. But so far, they're doing a good job with it. So yeah, I'm not, who, who cares, though? So long... So, listen, the haters are going to hate no matter what. Mm, true. Like... You want good wrestling. You want good talent. Like just like say WWE released, say they released Drew McIntyre. You're not going to sign Drew McIntyre just because you, you hey I have too many WWE guys. No, of course you're going to try to go for Drew McIntyre. Yeah, they don't care. I'm talking about like the critics. Fuck the critics. Everyone's going to be critic. We're critics. Are we? Nobody gives a fuck about you. No. One, wow. I'm, I'm talking about the. Wow. I'm talking about the critics. Wow. No one gives wow. a fuck about you. What the fucking say? Like. It just—it's it, a fact. 
People are going to do what they're going to do. These companies are going to do what they're going to do. What's best for them? They view you as an asset. I've been talking about insert former WWE person here. So be it. They view that person going to be an asset. They're going to go with that person. And guess what? You may have some thoughts about it. Guess what? Same thing as you said about Aaron Rodgers. People were criticizing him, calling him a crybaby. Throw us that touchdown. Yay! We love you. Yeah. We love you. It's the same shit. In other news, there have been many rumors flying about Becky Lynch's return. Mm. It was confirmed that Becky Lynch is not scheduled to be back anytime soon, air quotes. Really? She has been making road dates with Seth Rollins, but that's because she's, you know, whatever. Fans will have to wait for Becky Lynch to return. I'm calling the pop's going to be tremendous. I'm waiting for this pop. Now the fans are back. Yves could always change his mind and have her come back next week. She changed her hair color back. But the plan right now, they're going to be waiting a considerable amount of time for her return. Like, what are they waiting for? And when do you think they'll bring her back then? I have no idea. I I would think SummerSlam. I figured you'd come back when the fans are back, and SummerSlam is a perfect opportunity. I, you have to sell out a football stadium. Talk about this last week, football stadium. Yeah. You want to bring Becky Lynch back, no? Of course. Okay. Especially, like, you know, with the, the whole thing what they're doing with, like, the whole Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and uh, Nikki A.S.H. Like, I, I feel like, you know, you throw Becky Lynch into that aspect. Perfect. Especially for SummerSlam or, or to help. Because obviously these two are going to gang up with Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. It's going to happen. And who, who better save her than a big star like Becky Lynch? Listen, I, I just saw on Twitter today she changed her hair color back to what normally is for WWE. You're right. I, I think there's some swerve reports out there. Okay. I hope so. I, I You know, think, think, think about all these big returns with, with like Edge and, and whatnot when they, when they made their returns. There were a lot of swerve reports going on there. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but if you're trying to sell it at a football stadium and get buy rates, the biggest show of the year now because what happened with WrestleMania, this thing is that you want to advertise ahead of time. Do you think that maybe also, like, going back to AEW, like, how furious they were with the leaks that CM Punk got signed and Daniel Bryan oh, got pissed. signed? I don't they, blame I mean, them. Those are big news. Yeah. Do you think WWE picked up on that? I was like, yo, let's, let's give some, like, fake nuggets here. Mm, I wasn't thinking about that, but I could, I could definitely see that. Like, teams do that in the NFL. They, they, they give, like, fake news out there. Again, I also feel like there's something you want to advertise ahead of time because you want the draw. No, you want the surprise. You want the you want you want the social media pops. You want the you want the pops from the fans. You, you want you want people to come to the shows because you never know what's going to happen next. Hmm, that's fair. Or tune into the show rather too. Like I, I like we talked about before. I mean, that's one of the coolest things about wrestling is you, sometimes you just never know what's going to happen. If it's not SummerSlam, the next opportunity is. Royal Rumble, I think it's too far down the road for that. Well, let me Survivor Series, but Royal Rumble is probably Survivor the Survivor Series spot. is the, the fourth rung on the top four. Right. Especially if the Rock's coming back to Survivor Series, or allegedly. Yeah. I feel like then it's SummerSlam, then not SummerSlam, it's Royal Rumble. That's still six, almost five, six months away. I'm thinking it's going to be a week or two before SummerSlam mm. or the Raw after SummerSlam. Yeah. One of those three options. It's going to happen soon. Okay, I hope so. There's no, I, I, I do not buy into this. Why else did Becky Lynch change her hair color back so suddenly? She could have kept her hair the way it was. I, I, I guess I'm looking too much into that. I don't know, Maybe. but like that, that is a thing. That could have been a nugget on her half, behalf too. The same thing. She, she was, she's been trolling a lot. I trolling know. about she, the yeah. money in the bank thing too. I don't know. It just makes sense. It makes sense for her to come back. It does. So I'm hoping this is, like I said, false because when else would you bring her back? Right. This is a perfect opportunity. Is she just not ready to go yet, maybe? That's something I was thinking about, too. Maybe she did have a kid. Right. Although she looks in phenomenal shape. We don't know how she is internally I mean, and mentally. There's fitness shape and there's ring shape. Two and mentally things. shape, too. But I can't, as you a man, can't, you I can't, can't imagine. We, we can't assume. Yeah. Especially with we don't know. I mean, I don't But it's know. been a while like, now. She, been, I mean, she seems like she's in tip-top shape. She seems like she's good to go. It's been several months now. I mean, she hasn't really spoken. She hasn't really done any interviews, so we don't know where she is at. Good. Keep it that way. I want to be surprised. Um, what, what she wants to do? She's she seems like she's having fun with the fans, like trolling us. So, I think the biggest question is: is she in ring shape? I think that's the biggest question right now. Looks like it, but again, it looks can be deceiving. So, I got for the news, Marcus. Anything you got want to add? No, I think we we pretty much covered all the bases there, right? Ready to get into some TV takedown? Let's do it up. It's time for this week's TV takedown. All right, Marcus, it was another interesting week of TV. Mm. What was yeah, your takedown? Good word for it. 
Well, you know, I mean, we, we kind of talked about it. I mean, my takedown was, you know, Chris Jericho and Nick Gage. Okay. You know, Again, the former king of death <laughs> matches. You have to stress that. Dude, it was a bloody massacre, man. You know, put any hardcore death match I've ever seen to shame. Okay, wow. It's just like, you know, I, I've i always had my thing about death matches. I've never been a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, honestly, this match, like I said, a few times I had to look away. But, you know, they're, they're, they are telling a great story here with all this, mm-hmm. with Jericho. And much respect to Chris Jericho. Like, obviously, if you didn't think he was a goat before, like, he's got to be considered now at this point. Because this dude, especially at this, age of, this stage of his career, I mean, he doesn't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. At all. But, and he did so glowingly. I love how like, the juice is coming back. Face Jericho next week. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, a nice throwback moment there for, like, you know, for Chris Jericho. I'm uh, happy they're not these labors. I got the word right this week. Yes. They're not like AEW guys. They're bringing in people from his past to tell yeah, a story. Yeah, yeah. And I love how MJF brought that up too. They showed the promo, and he's like, uh, "Chris Jericho's like, Google it." Yeah, he's like, I did Google it. That's right. And guess what? <laughs> nice hey, throwback. dude, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, should be good. This storyline is very, very intriguing. It's so unique the way they're doing this. I mean, you could easily do any type of gauntlet match possible, but the way they're doing this, the style they're doing it, like, it's... The Chris Jericho has to do a move at the top rope is kind of a lame gimmick, but you know, mean, I mean, something cool is going to happen. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, very very much so. But, you know, I, I have to bring up, you know, that we're talking about this match again. Like, you you, you sent me an article about AEW. Oh, yeah. You had, uh, one part of this article was talking about how... This match was the same. This match was setting WWE or setting wrestling back. Oh, I don't remember what the verbatim it was, was but it was the, making a mockery of it was AEW's making a mockery of the wrestling business. And you said with this article, you agree with certain points. What, what was it that you agree with though, with that? Like, I, don't, I, I, don't I don't necessarily see how. It, I don't remember. I don't remember offhand the verbatim of the, the, the uh, article. But again, just I sympathize with him because I said numerous times on the show, I'm not a death match person, right? I don't get the style of wrestling. It's not even wrestling. Uh, Pat from the Boulevard Billies call it, even said it's not wrestling. It's performance art. Because mm. there's no moves. You don't do wrestling moves in a death match. I mean, the toughness shown by both guys is awesome. Props to both guys for doing this because a lot of ridiculous spots. The fans seem to like it for some reason. Right. But um, yeah, it's just not my, not my bag. Not my cup of tea. Listen, I uh, normally I agree with you in this. I will say this about that, uh, about that match. I, I don't think I like death matches just for the sake of having death matches or like a death match event where like all matches are death matches. Uh, yeah, left, uh, not, not into that. There's stuff, stuff like, I mean, I think Green Man went to a couple in Brooklyn where it's like a, a death match in a bar. Yeah. Is that wrestling? I have a lot of questions about that. <laughs> a lot of questions about There's that. There's not like arm drags or suplexes going on. It's just. But listen, hey, if that's your bad. Also, I don't think in those barroom death matches there's a lot of gimmicked spots either, though. I'll say this. If that's your bag, that's your bag. And respect to any performer who does that. Just not for me. Love you guys. Go do your thing. Go play in that playground. It seems like a good time for you guys. Not my thing. But I will say this. With the death match uh, that we just saw here on AEW with uh, Nick Gage and Chris Jericho. Going back to it. If it tells a story, I'm fine with it. Like, this was just like. MJF, like a, a, another obstacle before you get to the main villain, a.k.a. Uh, MJF. You know, it, throwing in like a huge person here. Nick Gage, obviously, like the king of death matches, or as you like to say right now, the former king of death former matches. Former king, please. Okay. Put respect on that. But we all know Nick Gage, his brand associated yeah. with death matches. But he's and, not the king and, anymore. Though. And that's one of the labors that Chris Jericho has to go through to in order to get to MJF. It's a big deal. Chris Jericho, we have never seen him in a death match before, especially in this type of capacity. Huge fucking deal. Yeah. Can Chris Jericho do it? You know, like, it, it told a story. In, in, in that regard, I appreciate it. You talk about Karrion Cross coming up to the main roster, how there was no reaction from the crowd. Yeah. Because casual fans don't know much about NXT. Right. Was it the same thing with Nick Gage? Because I feel like... Not many people know about GCW in its past. Mm. I wasn't a part of doing this podcast. It wasn't for Green Man and the Boulevard Bullies. I wouldn't know who this guy is either. 
I don't feel like his Nick Gage nationally his reputation isn't as well known. I mean, like they also did the um, oh, what was that documentary? True, get yeah, that Vice thing. The, the, dark, yeah, thank you. Dark side of the ring. Dark side of the ring. Yes, what was called? That's true. I forgot I, about that. I blanked right. out on it. I apologize. So I, I, I think if they didn't know who he was before, like, more people knew about him. He did get good pops. It seems like more people knew who he was than uh, than Karrion Cross yeah, and Monday Night Raw. I'm thinking the same thing when I heard that too. I'm like, wow, okay. And you know what? Good showing by him. It, show, it, it put in a national platform what this guy can do. So I don't see him being signed to AEW because yeah, I don't see it either. So do you think this is a one-off thing, or do you think we'll see Nick Gage a couple more times in AEW? Mm, who knows with this storyline? Maybe, maybe he does make an appearance again for the storyline purposes. I don't necessarily know if he gets signed. Like, I know him and... What else can they do with it? Would he want to be signed to the AEW? John Moxley have a rivalry going on, too. Mm. Sure. Maybe, maybe he comes back for that. Does he want to get away from Deathmatch Wrestling? And hey, He's been dethroned. He's not the king anymore. He, pa- he passed the torch. There's that. So maybe he wants to get back to wrestling, but... Who knows? Who knows? The sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, no matter what, his stock is soaring Absolutely. up. So even if he goes back to GCW or does whatever from there, I mean, he's, he's got a few indie dates coming up. Like, that's better. He has, pay, he has better, a rematch for the King. Better payday for him. Much better. Right? And I'm sure he was making good coin as is. He was a big name with the GCW. Thing. Right. Yeah. So, but more money now, obviously, from AEW, from that national exposure there. And then on top of that, like, more eyes to wherever he goes. Exactly, yeah. So his stock is going up. And if you didn't know who he was, he gained a lot more followers or fans from that match. For sure. That's a fucking sick match. For sure. Everyone, everyone won there. Oh, yeah. Hands everyone. Down. There's no losers here except Domino's. <laughs> hey, Domino's could have won from that, by the way, if they leaned into it. All they had to do was lean into it. Because honestly, not for nothing, everyone's been talking about that. Everyone's been talking about Domino's. That's some great press right there. Huge. And what a great spot to put the commercial it was. Dude, honestly, fuck it. I thought that was awesome. One of the best Twitter accounts for a national fast food chain is Wendy's. Oh, totally. Totally. So they have somebody similar running their social media platform. This could be a whole different story here. Oh, my God. Game changer, bro. I said, buy into it, man. They took it way too seriously. Way, it's, way too seriously. You know, you're watching man. wrestling, right? Yeah. Yeah, what was your takedown? <laughs> it's kind of hard to find one. I, yeah, I have was, a couple myself, too. I thought yeah. it was, like, it was like overall like a blah week for TV. But the one thing, you know, you knew it was coming. They were teasing it for a while. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And once I read the spoilers, because yeah. the next two weeks are pre-taped for the Olympics, Dakota Kai turning on Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew it was coming. Cause I read the spoilers, but it was still like, oh, my God, when is it happening? And she was like, as long as I got your back, you're always going to be champion. Right. The celebration. And you knew it was coming because they, they tease it. Like, there's tiny little things they did to tease it for a while. Little facial expressions. That facial she expressions do. during promos. Yeah. When they were walking on the ring, she would stare at the title. There was a couple of times she was asked a question. Dakota Kai would cut her off and a- answer it. And those tiny, tiny little things, it makes me wonder, like, was that, was that produced or was that Dakota Kai? Because those are, like, some minute, detailed, like, things there. That, that's very hard to coach or direct. So I thought it's kind of quick that this is coming up, but then I realized who else is next to contend with her? It's like the perfect timing, great feud coming up. I'm looking forward to this feud, man. Uh, th- this feud has been in the making for quite some time. When this feud is over, yeah, are both women at NXT or somebody move up? Someone moves up. I don't think it's going to be both. Or actually, you know what? Honestly, the, the way how NXT people have been moving up so fast, I, NXT would be wise to have them stay. Because yeah. they, they need some stability right now. I, 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 as much as I'd love to see one of them get called up, like I think NXT needs some help right now. Also, I've been like hiding Raquel Gonzalez since I first saw her. Mm-hmm. I think she's the next big thing here. Yeah. But Dakota Kai's been there for a long time. I think it's now her time to that was like, to the next level. That was Shawn Michaels-esque right there, the, the, yeah. the turn, that kick. Great camera angle, by the way. Yeah. It, it reminded me of Shawn Michaels' uh, super kicked uh, yeah, Diesel. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's exactly what it was. And just look at them. She towers over Dakota Kai. There's no way Dakota Kai can stand a chance, but that is professional wrestling. It's professional wrestling. Can't wait for the story. Dakota Kai is great at mind games. Yeah. You know, she knows Raquel Gonzalez very well. 
Oh, snap, was what I said out loud when I saw Sue Young back on my TV briefly on Impact Wrestling. With Kimberly? Then they panned up to one of her undead brides. Like, what the? Why are they showing her? Why are they focusing on Sue Young's back? Why are they focusing on Sue Young? It took me a minute, Marcus, to realize who it was. Like, oh, shit. It's so wild. Going on here. Did not see that coming. Susan brought her into the room. Like, what's going on on here? So now I'm curious. What's going on with Kimberly? She's on Dead Bride? Lots of questions. Lots of questions. I thought it was very quick. I think it was only like not even 30 seconds. Not even. But it made an impact. I'm like, oh, shit. That's Su Young. uh, That that type of gimmick, that type of character. Like, it's perfect for a a short segment like that. Yeah. Because it's very cryptic, whatever she's going to do, whatever promos that she has. It's always going to make you think, like, all right, what does this mean? What's going to happen next? They do, Impact does a good job with it, especially with that type of character. Yeah, stuff. They do a really good job with that. But uh, I got to talk about this, man. Like, you know, I was going to talk about Dakota Kai as well, and the, the whole heel turn. Speaking of heel turns, Sasha Banks may return to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Called it, right? Didn't, didn't yeah. I call it? We, yeah. we were watching SmackDown together. I gotta say, man, it was still fun to see. Sasha Banks clearly tell you can tell it. She enjoys being a heel way more than being a face, man. I think everybody has to. You you're a heel, yeah. Talking about being a face last week. Back to your return to any wrestling, yeah. Everyone says being heel is more fun. Way more. Well, I think Riley Shepard would probably disagree. Really? Yeah, Riley Riley Shepard. She's she's now heel at Titan, and I think another promotion now too. It's gotta be hard though. To switch up for, for promotions, right? It is. It is. Like, it's I'm easy, it, I heard it's more fun being a heel but, and harder being a face because it's harder to win a crowd over. It's easy to make a fan hit, crowd hate you. Because if you go to New York, you, you have the Yankees suck and pull up Boston Red Sox or whatever. Right. But being a, to win a crowd over, it's it's to win, a, to win a crowd over, like, it, it depends on the character. Like, I feel like with my with the Hollywood thing for that I have, like, that's that's very hard to like win a crowd over. Like you know, people hate Hollywood. Yes, we do. Yeah, especially like someone that looks like me. Like, yes, we do. Going to punch me in the face. Yes, absolutely. Every second of my life, especially when I call myself your favorite actor, yeah. the Hollywood Smoke. assassin, Mark. What an asshole. Yeah. So that's why, like, you know, I go to Ryan Ryan Peterson. I was just like, dude, dude, judge. Let's drop your favorite actor for this one. Huh? <laughs> like trying to think of every possible way, like you know, not make me seem so dick hard that's really hard to do really hard to do really hard to do but no sasha banks i mean she does a good job as face though but he, yeah he, she's better though as a, yeah but the boss gimmick is better the heel exactly yo big deal though to see the champ bianca belair tap out though to the boss team that's how we ended off smackdown is that a bigger deal or roman reigns tapping out to daniel Bryan was a bigger deal I mean, they were both pretty big deals. He was fucking head of the table. You yeah. Roman Reigns. I don't think I've ever seen Roman Reigns tap out. Never seen Roman Reigns tapped out. That's what, that's what reminded me of it. But Ed, here's something out to Edge too. That fucking although, I will say this: Roman Reigns heel, so you expect him to kind of tap out like, at those moments when it doesn't count. Bian- uh, Bianca Belair is like the face of the women's division right now. You don't on ex- both brands. I think oh, oh, it's. I think it's safe to say right now the way she's being pushed. Um, you don't expect a face to tap out true especially as champion you don't expect to see that so you know of course you know plants the seeds oh oh obviously we're gonna see bianca belair versus sasha banks the rematch SummerSlam. can't is sasha banks gonna win what's gonna happen here and we, I, I, and we, we end this smackdown with her passing out yeah great moment for sasha banks even though like listen saw a mile away still fun to see and i felt the return was underwhelming we knew it was coming but i just felt like could have been a bigger moment than it was. I wish we didn't know. Yeah, me too. It would have been better. Why did we know? Who reported that? Everybody. Yeah. Again, surprising and surprises versus being announcement. It's it's yin and yang here. I feel like that would have been a bigger moment if it was a surprise. Hands down. The coming out to save. I feel Bianca like Blair. that would her saving Bianca Blair at the end of the show. Hmm. Carry over to next week, and then this would have been a better. Oh, you think they should have prolonged it? Like, yeah. As far as like extend or extend it out, like, you end the show with her saving her. Mm. Oh shit! The boss is back. Right. Oh, now she's teaming up, and then turn next week. I mean, have for both things happen in one show. 
yeah. SmackDown, you're a great show overall. You don't need to rush things. No, I, I kind of see what you're talking about. But we, also, we don't. it's hard to criticize when you're in the middle of it. Because we, we don't necessarily know what they have planned out. Truth. See what happens. So we'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, of course, we knew it was going to be. That, that hug was so forced <laughs> by Sasha Banks. And Bianca Blair was like, what the fuck is mm-hmm. going on here? So, yeah, we knew. Like, we called it. But at the end of the night, Sasha's going to turn on her. And there was. Especially when you got the one, two, three at nine fifty three and Yeah. I was like, all right, well there's SmackDown ends early. There's a lot of time. So you at least got four minutes left. And hey, Roman didn't end the show. Yeah, man. Interesting. Right? Weren't we just talking about that? Roman like starts the show and ends the show. Congratulations to you, by the way, on getting a new house. What do you mean? Pulling the curtain back on the show, by the way. You said your friends are buying a house, you're gonna crash oh. the contract signing. Yeah. Yeah, and get yourself put your name on the contract because apparently that's legal nowadays. It's legal. That's, oh man, I'm going to show up at that closing. Sweet chin music, sign my name. Props, I have the house. props to commentary and the management for saying this is not true. This can't be legal, but yet somehow it is legal. Right. The name on the contract read Finn Balor, but John Cena just wrote over Finn Balor, put his own name. So we knew something was going to happen. It happened. I couldn't have predicted that way going down. No. That was a pretty cool segment overall. Cool segment. But what does this do to Finn Balor, though? Well, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin next week. That's what we're going to see, it seems like, in SmackDown. It's going to lead to some uh, sort okay. of... Okay. Yeah, I guess. But then why tease the Finn Balor-Roman Reigns match, which we knew was a, a I, I smoke screen? I think eventually we're going to get. Eventually we will. Probably not at Champions or something. Yeah. Lesser, lesser pay-per-view. I, so I'm actually kind of glad this happened the way it did, because... It doesn't really shit on Finn Balor. I remember I was saying I was a yeah. little, I was a little worried. Like I was too. How did you know, get out of this? Yeah, I mean Finn Balor is a, is a rise star. Like this kind of shits on him a little bit. Great promo by the way by Roman Reigns. I totally agree with everything he said. Agree with your hunger. Everything you he yeah. said. Agree with everything. I mentioned said. last week. This is not a match I thought I wanted to see until last week. And I was looking forward to this match again, knowing something. We're not going to get this match. Yeah. Talking about it as we're watching. Maybe it's a triple threat. Maybe something happens. Because it's going to be John Cena, Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, um, SummerSlam. But also, kind of props is like, although it was kind of stupid, doesn't make too much sense. I've never seen a contract signing like this. Someone hijack a contract signing, right? Hey, we were Paul so Heyman, close. Paul Heyman could sue. Oh, you're so close to Baron Corbin doing it. Come on, Baron Corbin, get a break. <laughs> he needs a break. No, but like Roman Reigns, I thought did a tremendous job actually putting over Finn Balor. In that I program. agree. Did his job very well. He's so good in the mic now. It's not even funny. It's like night and day. So, Roman Reigns. Mm. I've always been a fan of Roman Reigns. I haven't. He was supposed to be the breakout star of the Shield until Seth Rollins upstaged him. But now I'm looking at Roman Reigns now. The Roman Reigns we have for the last 300-something days. Yeah. It's totally different from the Roman Reigns we had beforehand. Unstoppable. That was an actor. Yes. I feel a lot of it has to do with his facial expressions. Totally. When he was face Roman Reigns, like he would just give his lines. He would deliver them pretty well sometimes. With dead eyes. But dead eyes. Mm-hmm. But now he, he's making faces, rolling his eyes back and forth, making smug like. <laughs> because he's feeling it. This, yeah, the, I feel he's like feeling this character. A lot it, of it has it, to do with his facial expressions, too. Talking about the selling and right. act, acting, as you know. But his facial expressions, when someone else is talking, is just still as great as him speaking. I think something we didn't see during face Roman Reigns. When Roman Reigns was like the face, it seemed like he was playing a part that like he didn't feel comfortable playing. He was playing a face, yeah. Yeah. And this seems to be like and of course I don't know Roman Reigns personally, but like this seems like more something he's more comfortable with. Maybe it's an extension of who he is or whatever. Like whatever's going on here, it's clicking, it's working. This is something that he he's obviously vibing a lot more with. And you can see he's he's enjoying it. Yeah, he's enjoying it. So like, the facial reactions are fucking selling it too. Like he's just more natural right now. So he delivered that killer line about missionary position last week. He brought it back. John Cena shut it down this week. <laughs> and I totally agree with him. Like if you find somebody who's killer at missionary for twenty years, you got to keep keep it because yeah, it makes sense. But then Roman Reigns brought up missionary again. Yeah. Are we gonna still see this missionary thing going on? Or like I think feel like John Cena shut it down, but now he's bringing it back. I'm like. All right, I guess so. I can't wait to see them have the back and forth again. Like, 
person to person. I want to see that, that too. Yeah. I'm waiting for that. Because the last time that happened, John Cena absolutely destroyed him. I feel like he will again. I don't think he will. I think he will. I think. I, I think. Unless they're going all on script. If they're going to be off the cuff improv, I think John Cena's going to school him. Unless I, Paul Heyman gets involved. I don't think it's going to be school. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Paul Heyman is the X Factor. I think Roman Reigns is so comfortable right now. Like, he's riding that high. Something he's never been before. Even when he was the face, even when he was pushed down our throats, he was never really riding that high. Now he is. Now he's feeling himself. Now he's comfortable. I am very curious to see that exchange. So, I never hear anybody say anything bad about Roman Reigns now. Mm. Everyone's loving Roman Reigns. Yeah. But yet, he's still getting booed and people saying he sucks. Something we're worried about when fans come back. Yeah. People cheering him and turning the character. I'm happy... They're sticking with the storyline here. And Roman Reigns does suck. He's a, he's a bad guy. Because if they were cheering for him like everybody else is, that would think it ruin the gimmick right now. I mean, the way he plays it, like, you kind of have no choice but to boo him. The way, the way he plays it. He, this is what Paul this is why Paul Heyman's with him. It's, it's so vital that he's with him because Paul Heyman understands the psychology of having fans hating you. Yeah. He understands how to do that. And, you know, obviously Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns are working very close together. So they're, they're, I'm sure Paul Heyman's giving him a lot of tidbits and, like, how to do this, what to do, yada, yada. So it's low-key MVP could be Paul Heyman in this. Oh, hands down. Great, he's not doing a lot on camera. He's not compared to what we've seen him do with, like, Brock Lesnar or even CM Punk. But even now it's more effective because we don't need don't need him. But what he does is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, the way he just holds the belt in Roman Reigns' face the when facial, he's talking. The facial expressions. Like, when Roman Reigns holds out his hand, he gives him the belt or the microphone. So I was thinking about tonight, I was watching it, like, Paul Heyman doesn't do much, but what he does do, it, it's effective. So effective. I think more effective than Brock Lesnar or fucking CM Punk. Because he was their mouthpiece. Again, CM Punk didn't need one. But with Roman Reigns, it's just so more, like, effective. Paul Heyman's very good at adapting to, like, any type of talent that he's with. You know, even even when he was with Ryback, even when he was with Cesaro, Mc, you know, Kurt McGillicuddy, what Kurt McGillicuddy, Mike McGillicuddy, Mike McGill- before they changed the name, yeah, yeah. But like you know, see, those weren't necessarily the best, considering all the people he's been with. But like he was still able to do something with him and adapt his style with those certain wrestlers. Yeah. You know, so Paul Heyman, low key. I mean, like not even low key as far as managers go, and as far as enhancing talent go, hands down. Absolutely. Quickly, I was happy to see Moose get his win back against Chris Sabin, a match I was looking forward to more than I was their anniversary match on Impact. Because uh, this time I actually took Chris Sabin seriously. I didn't take him seriously during anniversary. Got it. Now I'm looking forward to the Rubin match, man. Can't wait to see this match. Moose, Sabin got chemistry. Just want to give a quick shout-out to Moose and Chris Sabin. Looking forward to their match. Um, but that's all I got for TV, man. Same. We covered it all. All right, Mark, any go-home thoughts for you, my friend? Yeah, I do. I want to give a shout out to the OTR show. Uh, they, re- they we talked over uh, Twitter uh, through Shot of Wrestling, and they had us on. They had me on on their show like right after Monday Night Raw. Cool group of people over there. Great show that made my Twitch debut. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You talking about possibly doing some uh, collab work down the road? So, um, yeah, just want to give a shout out over to them. All right, awesome. What are their names? It's called the the OTR show. What's stand for? It stands for Over the Ropes. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Shout out to them. How was it? What did you talk about on Raw? We actually, so we, we talked about like every step of the way about Raw. Oh, beginning to end? From beginning to the whole end. show. Yeah, went through the whole That's show, cool. reviewing each spot. Uh, they have their own ranking system on there, so we gave our uh, own ranking system. That was pretty hard. It was pretty hard on Raw, not going to lie. How can you not be? Mm. It was a chore watching it, I have to say. I mean, I went to the Met game Monday night. First time going out to a huge public setting like that. So I started watching Raw when I got back, but I was too tired. So I watched it on Tuesday. Same thing with AEW. Fucking finish it in like 20 minutes. Just fast forward most of that shit. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Even tonight watching SmackDown, I'm like, I miss fast forwarding. Like when uh, Finn Balor came out, I just fast forward his entrance. I don't even fucking see the, the, the three minute diatribe of him coming out. And You don't want to look at his abs and feel bad about yourself? I feel bad about myself already. <laughs> I don't need to feel more shit about myself. <laughs> Touche. So Closer has a director I wasn't even considered for. I was about to say, actually, yeah, we got a director. Closer or Closer? Closer. Closer. 
Why? Okay. Why would I name you as director? Have you ever directed anything before? The show at Week In and Week Out. This is different. Boom. This is, okay. Boom. Well played, by Thank the way. You. But this is different than theater. It's not. The, it's the same exact thing. Okay. Really? How is it? How is it the same? Stand here. Stay here. Wait. Nope. Uh, nope. Try this here. No, it's a lot more due of character development and all that. Too. Yeah. So, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. I am so curious. I would. I'm so curious to see what you did. I'll. I'll show you a script now. I want to break down a scene. Okay. And see what. See what you can do Boom. with it. No problem. Do you know how many film classes I've taken? I know what I'm fucking doing. Film and theater are different, though. I've worked in theater before in high school. Doing what? Uh, tech and yeah, high thing. school. <laughs> yeah, but one the best high school in the nation. So, in the nation, absolutely hands down. Really? Yeah. Really? I can say my high school is the best in the world. Like we were number. Oh, one. really? We were number one in the nation in lacrosse. How about uh, that? According the number one overall school in the nation, according to U.S. News and World Report. Mm, what year? Several years. Boom. Screw it. What about what about in theater though? Yeah, we're great. We have great theater programs. Yeah, we were great. Yeah, yeah we were great. Where were you ranked? Again, we were ranked number one overall. Overall, but like overall, like the number one Catholic high school in the nation. Oh, number one Catholic high school in the nation. Yeah, well, not, not necessarily number one school. What in else the is there? Anyway, okay, you, Betsy DeVos, for your favorite actor dot com. Check out the non shot roasting stuff yet. I, I'm still working. Yeah, on of it. course you are. I'll hear that for the fuck next three years. I'm a very busy man, and I have multiple projects I'm working on. That sucks to be you, right? I'm actually enjoying my life. At least one of us is. <laughs> but you can find me in the meantime at yourfavoriteactor.com. I've been your host at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.